welcome to another episode of Block Talk. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. Leave a five-star review while you're there. I am so excited to share that this episode is brought to you by our friends at Motto. Motto is the new no-nonsense hookup app for gay and queer people. Hookup apps have become a staple in queer culture, but they also come with bullshit. Headless torsos, blank profiles, catfishing, and endless scrolling of the grid for hours. We've all been there. On Motto, every profile is verified by a real human, and every photo has a face. Motto sends you a daily match of people who match your interest and kinks. There are no fees, no ads, and no nonsense. Get Motto today by going to tinyurl.com slash mottoblocktalk or visit the link in my link tree. Motto, gain queer hookups without the nonsense. And as always, follow me on Instagram and TikTok at michaelblocktalk, on Twitter at blocktalknyc, and visit theaterinthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. Europe is back in the spotlight as the world comes together to celebrate music at Eurovision Song Contest 2023. So which of the 37 countries will be victorious and get the honor of hosting the show next year? Welcome to the Block Talk Eurovision Preview Podcast, where we share our favorites and the critics' picks for this year's contest. And just as a warning, I will be sharing my love for Moldovan folk pop rock music from start to finish. Hey-ho, let's go. Joining me on this journey through music is Eurovision superfan of my forever prince, Robbie Rice. How are you? I'm good. I'm uh, I'm tired. <laughs> yeah. So, listeners, this is this is a fun one. We are not in the same state. We're not in the same time zone. We're not in the same country. We're not in the same continent. Um, where are you coming to us from? Uh, I'm currently in Phuket in Thailand. Fun. How's that? Um, it's really nice. Uh, I honestly wish I would have spent a little more time here than some of the other places that I've been traveling to. Um, I've just kind of been backpacking around in between work. So I'll, I head back to work tomorrow. Fun, fun, fun. Um, and you sent me a picture of you and an elephant. That was really cute. Yeah, it was a good day. Fun days. Um, I mean, it's really kind of um, interesting that you're in Asia because there is still that rumor of Asia Song Contest. Really? It's still out there. I honestly, I just think like South Korea would consistently win it. Yeah, K-pop rules. They also just have like, they have a big musical theater scene though too. Mm -hmm. That's fair. That's fair. Um, but we're going to talk about Europe and the funness that's coming out this year. Before we dive into our songs, let, let's go through some history and facts. What is Eurovision? Well, Eurovision is an international song competition that brings together participants from various countries across Europe and beyond. The first contest was held in 1956 and is estimated to be watched by over 180 million viewers today. The first contest began, began with seven countries, and for the first and only time, each country performed two songs. The only time Eurovision was canceled was in 2020 due to COVID. Now, the country with the most wins is Ireland with seven, followed by Sweden with six. If you want to hear my opinions, um, I was on my friend's podcast discussing the winners of Ireland and then the winners of Sweden. Um, not positive things to say about Ireland. Oh, my God, those songs suck. Sweden, though, great songs, great songs. Um, I think, I think Ireland's had some, had some decent ones. 
Um, they haven't won in a while. No, um, because they just they they keep shit in the can. They can't do it. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I really liked Maps from 2021. I thought the staging really ruined the song for her, but mm-hmm. I th- I think the song is such a very like heavy radio listen. And I mean, Sweden is where pop music just gets pumped out of, so it just makes sense that they are constantly sure in the top. Now, each year, the big five are automatically placed in the finale. Those countries include Spain, Italy, Germany, United Kingdom, and France. And there is a maximum of six people allowed per act. Let's talk about the facts we have for 2023. The 67th edition of Eurovision will be held from May 9th to May 13th in Liverpool. Now, usually the winning nation hosts the event the following year, but due to the ongoing conflict in Russia, Ukraine was unable to host and the honor was bestowed to the second place finisher, the United Kingdom. It made sense. It was fair. It it was inevitable that they should get it. It should have been Spain, but what? Well, Spain should have won, but that, that's a whole different conversation. We'll we'll, we'll yeah. discuss that. <laughs> um, she lost second place by six points. The show will be presented by Alicia Dixon, Hannah Waddingham, Julia Sanina, and Graham Norton for the finale. This year, the contest features thirty-seven entries, with Bulgaria, Montenegro, and North Macedonia not returning this year because of uh, economic issues. And this is the lowest amount of entries since 2014. So it'll be a little quicker show. Um, The theme of the contest will be United by Music. This is to represent the unique partnership between the United Kingdom, Ukraine, and the host Liverpool to bring the Eurovision Song Contest to audiences across the globe. I would love to be in that room where people spitball those themes and ideas and just be like, are we doing proms themes? Like, what, what 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 are these words you're putting together? Yeah, it's always very interesting because then a lot of times they try to they try to coordinate their like acts, their opening acts, interval acts into it as well. Yeah. Um, and it reminds me of uh, 2015 when it was in Austria and they did Building Bridges and um, Conchita uh, sang a whole song with the other hosts. And then even when votes were ca- being cast, they're like, we're building a bridge to uh, Sweden. We're yeah, building a bridge points. to blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's not <laughs> so, cute. So, so, I will say 2015 is one of the best years out there. I think 2015 and 2021 are probably my two favorite years. That's fair. Now, let's discuss the voting for a second. 50% of the vote is from the viewers at home. 50% of the vote is from the jury of each country for the finals. The jury cannot award points to their participant. Now, when it comes to the semifinals this year, there is a big change. The results will be determined solely by the televoting, as was the case between 2004 and 2007. How do you feel about that? I have mixed feelings because if you look at previous years, some of the songs that I actually thought were really good, I think I think I have a different take on what's a good song than uh, sometimes the general populace. Uh, yeah. Uh, like the general population thinks in... If I look at one specific song, it's like Two Universe from uh, Switzerland from 2021. It had the highest um, jury score mm-hmm. um, for, but it didn't have a great uh, televoting score. But I thought the song, like that was my number one choice. Um, and so I'm kind of intrigued to see. I mean, to be honest, I will say this year, 
I'm not as excited. Not most of these songs don't actually like really get me that excited. So <laughs> I'm. It's a good year to test out this um, this uh, choice again. I won't really feel um, disheartened by any decision. No, unlike last I, year um, and the year before. Can you can you remind me um, when it came to the the televote last year? Um, do you do you re- do you recall who um, got the most or that like bumped them up to become seventh place? Um. Oh yeah, it was this. No, but they didn't. They didn't get the most televote. Well, they got they got enough to be in seventh place. I know because Ukraine got the most televotes. So. Right. Well, yeah. I I don't count anything Ukraine got as actually legit. Um, they had a good song though. Like I'm. I'm okay with them winning. But could just tell the I listeners thought, what what happened and that got a, a certain country seventh place. Um, they revamped their song, and people were wasted that night, and um, they voted for the wrong entry. No, 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 no. Moldova fucking rules. The fact that the fucking press room was doing the train in the press room says all you need to know that song is a great track and is so much fun and i love it long lives bobsy bob um semifinals one will take place on may 9th includes 15 countries semifinals two will take place on may 11th and feature in 16 countries finals will take place on may 13th and feature 26 countries including the host nation of ukraine the big five and then 10 entries from each of the two semifinals just overall impressions of the entries this year. The two things that I found, a lot of breakup songs, and where are the novelty songs? Yeah, there's really only one campy song, and it's coming from um, Austria this year. It's even, and that song, and it took a while to grow on me, and I think it only grew on me because I was like, "Oh, this is the only campy entry, so I have to." Like I mean, it. you, you, there, there, um, there is another one that you could consider campy just by the visuals of it, um, but they're more of a political statement than a campy band. Which one? Croatia. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Which people aren't really reacting well to that one. Um, like the, I think, I think it's just, I think because Eurovision has become so big in younger generations now, I think um, people are really only interested in younger groups. Like, I don't think we'll really ever see like a group of like older individuals that are talented still unless get, the UK get the accolade that steps. they want. UK should send steps to do a song. I would be happy. Or Spice Girls. Sure. Bring back Posh Spice. Let her go solo. See how that turns out. Um, all right. So she went solo on David Beckham that she uh, <laughs> doesn't need to well, sing anymore. That's true. Um, here's what I tried to do. 26 entries. It's like, let's see if we can actually get 26. And it wasn't an even 10-10 plus the uh, host and jury. Um, I had 26 though. And I was like, yes! And then I was looking at some like just articles and stuff and it's like, there's one country that I have to include because 
it wasn't on your favorites, it wasn't on my favorites, but it is a potential favorite to win. And we're going to discuss that song when we get there. Um, I'm not a fan of it, um, but it currently is in second in the um, betting. So we'll, we'll I discuss can, it. I can already kind of assume which one it is. Yeah, yeah. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to go semi by semi and include the um, big five and the host when we get to their when when they would vote during the semifinals. So we'll start mm. with semifinal one, um, which will be the first 15 countries, as well as, as France, Germany, and Italy. We'll go in alphabetical order. We'll keep it simple. Um, starting off with, I wanted to throw this one in there. It's Azerbaijan, Tell Me More by Tural Turan X. Uh, they're in semifinal one in 12th position. I think they're a fun little duo. They have this country rock vibe. It's very mid-tempo. I don't know if it has any hope, but I think the track is cool. And a fun fact, they are twin brothers who have been writing music since they discovered piano at school. Did you know they were twins? Oh, I just thought it was a mirror. <laughs> I actually I actually like this song. I think it's fun and I think it's very underrated. I don't think it I think it's not going to make it, but it's funny because last year um Azerbaijan wouldn't have even made the um cut had the guy that you were attracted to wouldn't have made the cut had they took like six, last place in the televoting yeah. which is which is weird. Mhm. Um, maybe just because no one can point to Azerbaijan on the map. I can. Well, listen, if anyone watched Drag Race España this week um, and their ch mini challenge was to um, figure out where certain countries were on the map, ooh, they they very bad. Because what would happen is then they would play the song that it related to, which means um, one of the queens couldn't figure out where Sweden was, which meant we were denied euphoria. So fuck you, Chanel on RX for denying us listening to that song. Didn't know where Sweden was. Oh my god. Yeah. That's um, sad. Yeah. Azerbaijan, I don't think they have a chance. I think it's going to be a long shot for them to even make the uh, cut. Um, but you, you never know. Stranger things have happened. Semi-final one, I think, is much harder than semi-final two. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now, and I think it's got a lot of the um, predicted top ten. Yeah. In, um, in semifinal one. Yeah, because like again, I try to get 10 and 10, but there, there's just more in semifinal one that than semifinal two, but that's okay. Um, we kind of talked about it for a second ago. It's Croatia. Um, the song is Mama I SC, I don't know how to say that. By Let Three, they're in seventh position. Again, we all know I love a novelty song, and this video makes me excited for what the hell this military men in dresses will bring. It is very camp. It's very provocative. And I think people who want to award those songs against war will give them some sympathy votes. But it is teetering on that line of, is it too political for Eurovision? Yeah, I mean, that's that's why Belarus can't compete because yeah. of all their... Um, they kept sending political entries. Yeah, I... I don't think it's getting um, getting a hype, but I will say listening to this year's album, like on replay, I feel like every time it comes up, I like it more. Yeah. It's um, a fun one. Like I, ex I expect it coming and I'm like, Oh, okay. Okay. This is, this is decent. Yeah. I, I can't say that it's anywhere near my favorite though. Um, the shock rock band Let Three are famous across the Balkans for their provocative avant-garde performances and their thickly veiled attack on Vladimir Putin. Good. Um, yeah, I think really this is going to come down to the presentation and what they do with it. If they give a good presentation, 
um, they easily could get um, televotes. Otherwise, um, no shot for the crown. Yes. Let's move on to what I alluded to before, the song that I didn't want to include, but I have to include it because it is currently ranked number two in a lot of betting pools. Uh, it's Finland. The song is Cha 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 uh, by Karaja. Um, they are in 15th position. It is in great position. It is a rock metal rap song that seems to be in a lot of people's radars. Is it for me? No. Can I, can I see it getting lucky in the audience vote? Sadly, it's basically the Finnish Gangnam style. It's like 87 different songs rolled into one. And it like every minute, I feel like it changes style and it changes. Because mm -hmm. um, even the like what the song is named after, they don't even get to that part for a while. The right. Do, 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 cha, cha, cha. Like that whole part is <laughs> isn't until near the end. And it's so different. I also hate his outfit. Yeah, he, yeah. It makes him look like five feet tall, and I don't understand it. Yeah. It, it, again, like if I didn't go onto any of these websites just to see what the betting pools were looking like, I wouldn't have included in this in the podcast. But because it is so high up there, um, and a long shot for number two, because we'll get to why there's only one winner this year. Um, it, it's I don't know why it's being so well received. I, I mean, I will say, I think, I think this is, I just think um, it, it is different. Like it doesn't really fit any style because it's so um, random. I don't know if he has a pool over there in like Scandinavia or like Northern Europe, but he, um, like, I will say every video I've watched about like, the popular vote, different people's rankings, different things like, things like that. This um, song specifically consistently comes up as like the main challenger for the number one spot. Yeah, maybe maybe it is well received in um, the Scandinavian countries and Europe more so than it is to two Americans, clearly. Um, yeah. But good luck, Finland. Um, I don't know if I want to go visit Finland next year, but sure. Fine. Good luck. It's apparently the happiest country in the world. So that's what I've heard. Um, I'd rather go to Sweden because um, I have some Swedish fans now, which is really cool. I love I love Sweden. I've always loved Sweden. Um, let's move on to our next country. It is France. Um, Ever the Mount uh, by Lazara. She's part of the big five, so she will not have to perform until the finals. I love this bitch's outfit and I hope she wears it the night of the contest. This is Euro trash and I think it has great reach and great appeal. And it's in French. Um, fun fact, Lazada is originally from Montreal. France always seems to be in the, the, the final five. There's, they're always in the mix, but they haven't been able to grasp the win in a very long time. Do you think this one has a shot? Um, I think this has a shot in the top five uh like to to break the top five i don't think it will win unless there's some really epic staging that's changed up behind her yeah um i do i do enjoy her verse voice it's um uh one of the songs that has grown on me as well and um i don't know I mean, like, 
Last France entry excited me. This one is just kind of like a chill, like uh, it's the cabaret song. Mall. Yeah, it's just um, just fun. But I think last year's was so different, and it just didn't get received well, which was weird to me. But um, yeah, I think I think it's a good and I think it's a decent entry. Um, it just feels like a, uh, like a chill pop song. Yeah. Um, I, I do think it will break the top five. Um, maybe we'll see where it goes from there. It's definitely top 10. Yeah. Next up. Uh, it's not a favorite of either of ours, but we are clearing it because it is part of the, um, big five It is blood and glitter by Lord of the lost. Um, it's the new theme song for drag Queens blood and glitter. Um, this oh, is a metal song and I don't um, think it will fare well, but it will be a great for the finals to have a rock entry because I don't think any other rock entries will make it to the finals. Really? You don't think so? I don't think so. Um, I don't know. I, I think this song, I think, is the one that's actually like I've liked less the more I've heard it. I hate it. I hate it so much. I just It's just not for me. It's um, I think the lead singer has such an interesting voice. Um, but it, it just really, really isn't. I'm not feeling it. Um, I think when I first heard it, I was like, oh, okay. Um, we haven't heard something like this from Germany. Um, right. At least in a, a long while. But I Bring uh, back um, um, I Don't Do Hate. Bring that song back. Oh, Jendrick? Uh, no, it. people so people good. hated that song though, and I love it. Why? He brought it's a middle finger on stage. I um I just I think again, I don't think the younger generation appreciates camp as much as that's fair. Um uh <laughs> rowdy neighbors. Um I think they uh now everybody just wants a pop contest that they don't want what like Eurovision came from watching watching previous years uh like going back and seeing 2005 2006 2007 and seeing some of those wild wacky entries or just like really cringy entries and I was like this is what made Eurovision this is what um what I think of when I think of Eurovision and I think maybe with the movie coming out um it, when it became more popular and really reached the American audiences, they were like, oh, well, now we have to. And now because U.S. can vote this year, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're really trying to pander to. Um, uh, I'm just ignorant audiences, which don't actually understand Eurovision. They just want another pop competition and want to stick their grubby little fingers into something. That's fair. That's fair. Because I mean, let's be honest. If um, if America got to vote last year, we wouldn't have seen um, Moldova hit seventh place because they would have been like, "Fuck that shit." Meanwhile, I am the sympathizer mm. to Moldovan music, so I appreciate you, Moldova. I'm just gonna drop oh it fucking chance I can. You, oh gosh, what is uh, Natalie from 2021? Uh, the one that sang "Sugar." Mm-hmm. There's uh her first year that she was on you have to go back and watch that entry because it that one is it's so 
cringy. She's doing like some changes on stage. I think it's called Hey Loka or something like that. It is a wild time. Yeah. I'll have to find it and send it to you. Um, listen, just so you know, every time I send Robbie a message that has anything to do with Moldova, uh, he just ignores it. Yeah. It's the simplest <laughs> solution. And I, guess listen, what? You're not I alone. Ignore... Other people I send it to, I try to um, infiltrate their minds. They, they don't, they're not here for it either. I ignore most text messages. I think I have 50 messages right now. Oh my God. So... And, then, and then what happens is you get overwhelmed. You're like, I don't want to read any of them and you never respond. Exactly. And then I disappear <laughs> and I'm like, oh, ooh. Yeah, don't do that again, please. Um, did you know that Lord of the Lost toured recently with Iron Maiden and their most recent album topped the German charts? It makes sense. Like, again, they're a talented band. Like, he has an incredible voice. It's just the song really just does nothing for me. All right. Next up is a Robbie entry here. Um, it is from Ireland. It is We Are One by Wild Youth. They'll be in sixth position. Uh, Ireland is giving us the mass singers. I think it's fun. Um, I vibe with it, which I kind of love. It's a bit cheesy, um, but it's cheesy. It's like, as someone put it on uh, BBC, it's what you would put in a bank commercial to unite people <laughs> and get them to come to your bank. That's funny. Um, I just think it's, I think it's a very underrated entry of this year. I think it, to me, is the most underrated entry because um, they're actually a really good band and yeah. he has a really unique voice. And um, they've been releasing all these like different acoustic versions or covers of people's songs and um, like previous uh, contestants, but they did wild youth did an um, acoustic version of this song. And you really like, they took the masks off. Mm-hmm. Um, Are they hot? But you really got to, they're attractive gentlemen, but right, I don't, I don't know what you want from me. Um, they, uh, you really get to hear like their unique voices and um yeah i just think it's it's a good listen um it it it, it is it's a good song and i think there are moments when the cheesier messages do succeed in um eurovision because there are people who want something that's going to unify the country the world the universe um this one just feels a little too cheesy and i think it's because it's an indie rock song um they kind of remind me of the band fun do you remember them mm-hmm. yeah oh i love that's fun. that's i love fun as well um but yeah I'm it, reminds for it. Of, reminds me of some nights a bit um yes yes, it, yes yes i i will say i do like the acoustic version better i think it has a few more levels to it um so, yeah, I think I think if they add some decent staging, this could sneak in. Um, the problem is, is they're in. If they were tough. if they were in, yeah, if they were in semifinal two, they would they would get in. Absolutely. But I um, I just think there are too many hard hitters in this that they're not going to. Um, so you said that they do covers of other other Eurovision songs. Yes. Any favorites? Um uh let me i honestly can't think off the top of my head it's all on youtube if you follow um what is the channel oh, oh, nope. i want to throw out a good cover because what we're talking about covers for a second um john carianis did a cover of sweden's winner digaloo digalay as like a jazzy nightclub song it's really good y'all should mm. go listen to that 
Um, also, I can't wait for you to perform Digaloo Digalay one day. Uh, mm, mm. Come on, uh, you could totally yeah, been in that band. It's just uh, the uh, the Eurovision Song Contest like YouTube channel. They keep gotcha. releasing a bunch of different. Um, uh, there's one that I've been meaning to listen to. It's Alika from Estonia, and she covers Arcade, okay. which is everywhere. Um, just Arcade in general. Honestly, though, you know, you know what song surprised me is now everywhere is um, Armenia from last year. Snap has mm-hmm. like taken over and is. I I did not like that song, and yet ever even um, I was out cruising around islands yesterday, and there's like a revamped um, like techno version of it that was playing on the ship. Nice, that's cool. Happening. Um, so, fun fact about Wild well, Youth: the indie rock band has gone on tour with Lewis Capaldi and Westlife. Are you are you, are you a fan of Lewis Capaldi? Name a song. Um, I couldn't name you the song, but I actually did see Lewis Capaldi when I went to the um, taping of the Graham Norton show in the UK. Yeah, I can't say I know who that is. Um, you probably know the song if you've heard it. Uh, he's got a voice there, like very beautiful voice. Then you look at him and he is a big Scottish man who is very, 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 very filthy. Me too. <laughs> All right, moving on to our next entry, who I really like. It is Unicorn by Noah Carell for Israel. Um, They are going to be in ninth position. I love my pop girlies, and I think the message of having the power of a unicorn is cool, but let's be real. It's the beat drop. She starts to spit those rhymes. It got me. Um, Noah has won multiple MTV awards and has been a judge on Israel's Got Talent, all while serving in the Israeli army. Um, and obviously we know that they were like, here, can you do Eurovision? You don't have a song yet, but can you do it for us anyway? I think it's going to go over well. I think it's going to go over well, but I also think it's the most overrated song this year. I You hate don't... pop girlies. No, it's no. I just don't think this one. I mean, she says the same thing over and over. There's, there's no actual like content message to it and then all of a sudden at the end of the song she's like you want to see me dance you want to see me dance and then she does like a 30 second dance break it doesn't flow i feel like she's the the wish version of chanel okay uh, there's someone else that i was going to call the wish version of chanel um i have a little more hope in noah but I do wonder how voting will go when it comes to Israel and everything happening in Israel. Cause I don't think anyone wants to put Eurovision in Israel anytime soon. Yeah. I think they're, they were really trying to win it by throwing her there mm-hmm. this year, but I just, um, yeah, I really, I don't like it. I skip it. I skip it okay. constantly. Um, do you want to know what uh, song I skip? It's our next entry. It's part of the big five. It's Italy. Dua Vite by Marco Mengoni. Uh, listen, sure, he's hot, but I am so bored. The song bores me. Not my kind of ballad. It's in Italian, which could work to an advantage. Um, and fun fact, Marco won X Factor in 2009 and has scored 29 top 40 singles. Why do you like him? I just think the song is beautiful. Like, I think I really... When I first heard Brevity last year, I didn't like it the first time. And then I was like, wait, 
let me listen to that again. And then I just fell in love with that song. And I think their live performance was not great. They were not cohesive and it hurt Italy last year. Yeah. This year, I think it's, it's a song that reminds me of Brevity. Like it's got the power behind it. It's, it's a power ballad, but um him as a solo artist like I have the confidence that he'll actually like perform it very well and I think he did at Italy's um competition and uh I just think it's a good song it's one that I like listening to um yeah it's very melodic it's it's, it's very melodic it has it's very soothing it's very pleasing um with so many ballads this year it has to be the one that has to stick out from all those ballads. Um, do you think he's going to be able to do something with the razzle dazzle, or do you think he's just going to keep it stripped down? Um, I don't know. I mean, I think I mean, there's there's definitely moments in the song where he like takes off and soars. Um, so we'll see what the staging does with that. I feel like um, Italy never shows their cards like mm-hmm. they hold their cards until the actual competition yes like their own version has i mean italy's whole um competition they have like a full live orchestra everything like that so it it has to change for when they send it to um eurovision generally and yeah i think we aren't gonna see what actually happens until the night he performs and if the staging is great, he could he could easily sneak into the top five, I think. Um, we didn't get to talk about the stage uh, now that it's officially been revealed yesterday. Did you watch um, the countdown? I did not. I haven't seen anything from it. I mean, I, I'm literally like different time zone, different. So yesterday, um, King Charles and Camilla were there to light up the stage. And you know how like they have those little bu- buzzer button thingies where you like when you press it, that that's what they were. So they're like, let's do a countdown. The two of them were not even in time and in sync. Camilla's doing the whole hand and King Charles is doing a finger. They didn't mark match it with the timing. Um, but the stage, it's like a little big stage in the back and then got a little circle thing in the front. I don't know how this is going to work to anyone's advantage. It looks really bad. Which I feel like we've seen that a lot, though. I think, like, um, where was it? Was it Serbia or was it? I, I think they, we got to cool it like with that, these weird or... ass stages. Let the performers have a full fucking stage to play with. Honestly, no, truly, nothing, no stage is going to beat the one in Austria with the lights right. all around. The one from 2015 was great. And even the one. Um, I think the one in the Netherlands was great. I yes. didn't really love the one last year. Um, it was those bridges. Look, talk about bridges again. It was those fucking bridges. They really, they were there to just go up and have visual display on it as well. It, that stage did nothing for any of the performers. Yeah, and the one last, I mean, the one last year, just like so many things were malfunctioning with it yeah. too. So certain people's um, numbers had to change. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I I mean, I haven't looked at the stage yet. I'll have to check it out um, after this, but we we shall see how they use it. Moving on. Here's another entry from you. It is Latvia. Aija, uh, Sunlight. Um, semifinal one, fourth position. 
it's a weird video. I'm not sure it's a song I want to hear on repeat, but there's something exciting about the track if it's performed well. Um, I'm meant on it. I just, it's, I think I like it because it's very like chill coffee. Like I want to, um, like if I was running, I would want to listen to the song or if I was like, it's, um, yeah, I think, I just think it's a different entry. It's not like your standard yes. pop song. It's not your standard like boy band rock song or boy band pop, pop song. It's, it's an indie song. And I think, um, it brings some color to the competition outside of the pop world. Fun fact, Aisha is the Latvian word for lullaby. It's it, like, yeah. I, on, I'm oh, interested to see what they do with staging. That's, that's going to be the theme here, friends. It's, we're, all going to, we're always going to be saying what's the stage going to be. Um, let's move on to another one. Uh, this one we both are fans of. It is Dance, Our Own Party by The Busker from Malta. Uh, second position. Malta always brings the bops. I think this has staying power and combines a few styles that translates to a good Eurovision song. We love a sax man. It's just not getting hype. Um, I, it's in, it's in a terrible spot. Awful position. It's in, it's where um, Latvia was last year and that hurt them. Um, and I yes. think the position that they're in is going to hurt them, especially like I could see it not, um, not reaching the finals just because of their position and who yes. they're up against. Um, but I, I really like the song. I think it's fun. It's definitely not like my top five, but I think, I think it's, it, yeah, it's a fun vibe. And maybe it's, it's if you have a saxophone in, uh, semifinal one and you're in second position, you're automatically out. Maybe it's bad luck. Yeah. It's a, it's a fun little bop. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think I'm a fan of it. Uh, fun fact, the trio started posting covers on YouTube and that's how they went viral. Okay, here we go, friends. Next up is Moldova. Um, Surreale Saluna by Pasha Perfoni. Um, uh, 10th position. They will not move on because they're going right before Lauren and who the fuck is going to care about this, this song after they hear our winner. That being said, I am a convert to the world of Moldovan folk, folk pop rock. Pasha is no Zobzidub, but I'll take it. Um, also, the video with that kind of like blood sacrifice. I live. Crazy. Weird wild honestly i can see them going forth i think it's getting um especially because this is only televoting um for the semifinals they're getting good um good reviews from audiences because it's so fucking weird and different that's the whole well, thing if, if you can stand out then you're going to be golden well it's i think it's very um Like it's a very Moldovian, like ethnic. Um, it, it, again, I think it's it's uh, like we were saying earlier. I think it's a full in from last year from France meets like um, Ukraine from last year as well. They literally like stole both of their flute solos and threw them together. And um, I I think what's going to be interesting is if they can do a cool presentation that is anything like the music video they're mm -hmm. they're going to get people to pay attention 
Um, I'm, again, I'm just saying being in 10th position right before Sweden, I don't know if that's where you want to be because I don't think you want to be before or you don't want to be after. Yeah, and they're also after Israel, which um, all the little tweeny boppers are going to get excited about that one. Now, fun fact, Pasha represented Moldova in 2012 and came in 11th. So Moldova, is they, they do well. They're not terrible. They, they, they are fine. Yeah, which which song? Did they I'm not sure which sing? one he he brought in 2012. Um, but but again, Moldova does have a history of bringing repeat acts um, that have a history of doing well. So um, I said last year, um, my my train song wasn't going to make it, and clearly I was dead wrong. I was wishing and hoping it would, but it and it did. I'm again saying I don't think it's going to go forward. So watch me eat my words again. Yeah, I would see this one making it in over Ireland and even over Malta. Mm-hmm. I, I think so, too. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Are you ready for a song that both of us are a big fan of? Sure. It's Norway, uh, Queen of Kings by Alessandra. Uh, it is going first, which is probably a good way to kick off the night. Um First off, that performance. Is she auditioning to be in six? This song is a hit. Alessandra is a star. I think if they give the production they did for the first performance and amplify it with a little more magic, Alessandra could have a huge Eurovision moment. I do think she is very good competition for Sweden. I think I think Scandinavia is really sending some like strong mm-hmm. entries in general. Yes. But I will say she in Norway at their competition, they're allowed to use autotune. Interesting. So let's see how she sounds when she can't use autotune. Because as you see last year, like our big femme fatale um, from Albania, um, she did not sound great at like people thought she was going to be in like top five, could have won the competition. And she did not sound great at actual Eurovision and um, it didn't bode well for her. I mean, she yeah. barely lost out on making it to the finals. Um, and uh, it's just like, oh, um, Austria last year as well. Uh, the, let me see your halo. Yep. Like oh, her she vocals. Bombed it. Oh, she bombed yeah, that her vocals. One. And that's the thing too, is like, I guess starting in 2021 or be, like right around then, they allowed like, backing vocals to be enhanced and to be stronger and um i really wish honestly i wish they would strip those away so that like i'm it enhances the whole performance but i think it's nice to see who actually is holding their own and who is like really relying on friends we just got to remind you that uh chanel performed live vocals and did that dance just reminder she does it all and she's still lost She's the Beyonce of Europe. She's fucking brilliant. Um, she's she's hands down the best performer I have ever seen um, in any Eurovision entry. Like, performer overall. Not the best singer. Probably the best dancer, though. And, absolutely. But, like, overall best performer um, ever. Um, fun fact. Alessandra is bisexual. Um, there's a lot of representation this year. There's a lot of representation in um, Eurovision. I think it's a good thing. By whom else? We'll get there. I mean, a couple other people. Chechia and 
we got a couple others. Next up, Serbia. Someone I want to acknowledge. I think it could be a good performance. It is Aikakaracau by Mimi Cat from Portugal, uh, fifth position. Her voice is not the strongest in that first production, um, but I think Mimi Cat will get you up and trying to do some flamenco. Now, the fun fact here is she won Portugal's selection process while having pharyngitis. So her voice was not good. She's going to redeem herself, and this song could be great. Is it I Coração? Yeah. I can't. I don't know Portuguese. Are you kidding me? I'm not worldly like you. Where's the? I've gone to England. That's as white as it gets. It's like uh, when you said uh, evident, 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 Listen, I. Everyone who listens to the podcast knows I can't pronounce things, especially in other well, languages. I was just like, I was just like looking at the. Um, you the title the and fucking I was like, world you're you're listen you're whatever it's fine I yeah can't in talk. asia you and, and and australia and new zealand um, again as wide as it comes <laughs> yeah um what, what do you think about portugal you think she's got a shot uh i think it's a fun entry i think um i think fans really enjoy it too um it's i think she's going a little campier with it as well um so we'll see we'll see what the staging brings again well again portugal entry i think the staging was fun if she's going to bring all that flamenco into it it could be a really cute cabaret song um if they're able to do something grander yeah i think i think it worked for the portuguese portuguese like eurovision entry because that stage was smaller and more intimate. So we'll yeah. see how she makes it grand. Um, like I don't, um, who was it recently when uh, Latvia sent uh, the queen of the um, moon is rising or whatnot. And mm-hmm. she came out on stage and uh, like, it was evident that she couldn't hit the notes that she was hitting in the recording studio, but the staging was such crap because it was built on a small stage. Like, I think a lot of these entries forget that they're now in a massive stadium. It's true. All right. Here is a song from Serbia that you picked. Um, Samo Misispava by Luke Black. Third position. It's weird enough to be a fan favorite. It's just weird. It's weird. It's it, it is a fan favorite. Like it's the, I, at first when I saw it and heard it, I was like, what is happening? And then the more I listened to it and him being like, I'm like, uh, he's, it's so different. And um, it feels like a video game. Sure. Like, and uh, yeah, it, it really feels like robots meet like mortal Kombat meet. Yeah, I, he's such a he's such an interesting character too because um, I've watched some interviews with him and he's so just down to earth and chill. Again, queer representation and gay. Um, and uh, oh, he's the only gay. He's openly gay. Oh, I thought you said the only gay. No, he's um, openly gay. Yeah, and especially like being Eastern European, like Serbia, it's not mm-hmm. as prevalent or as widely accepted, but um for him to own it and then to get on stage and just 
like own that performance. I initially when songs were coming out, I was like, oh, this could win. I think I think it has a chance to make it to top five, though. It's possible. possible. I think I think it's like gearing up a fan base. And I think if they again, if they take it from the small scale stage to the big stage and really it could be um, a sleeper hit like uh, Ukraine from 2021. Mm -hmm. Um, It's definitely going to be interesting. Um, Again, it's production. It's really going to be coming down how to how the production works um because he is a very interesting character um but it's a tough night this first semi is very tough night wait did you skip the netherlands i did uh, you didn't send it to me right did you oh i thought we were doing every number no no we were we're we're just doing um the 26 plus one um, that it ended up being of what you sent me, what I included, and then the um, the big five in Ukraine. Oh, literally the only one you're leaving off of this entry then is the Netherlands. Correct. Uh, so which we'll, I we'll talk about which I actually end. don't think is going to make it. I, I don't, don't think either. they're going to make it. We'll, we'll talk about them at the very end. Um, but let's let's move on to it. Um, I, I I think it's fair to say. The winner takes it all. It is Sweden's tattoo, Lorraine, eleventh position. Lorraine is going to be a two-time winner. She is brilliant. The song is powerful. It is a power ballad. She gives shades of ABBA. I am all in. I'm all in. Um. Yeah, she is. Uh, it feels very reminiscent of Euphoria. Yes. Uh, from 2012, it. Uh, but Laureen has such uh, incredible vocals, and to sing the uval how she does, that's that is my number one enemy when I'm singing is the uval, and the way she does it is so powerful, and I think the uh, the staging the the thing above her weighs 1.8 ton. Are they going to be able to do that? Are they able to bring that with them? I don't know, but like Melody, Melody Festivalen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, one more time. Melody Festivalen. You sound like um, Sophia Vergara trying to pronounce words. Sure, I'll take um, it. Uh, it's, I think it's just slightly better than Euphoria. I think Laureen is one of the most like beloved winners. Yes. Um, so it's not like um, what's her name from Germany in 2010 coming back again. Like it's it's someone that people love. And it's um, no Johnny Logan either. <laughs> oh goodness. Uh, she, I will say the lyrics in the beginning are always a little like cheesy. Like it's very um, cut and dry pop song. Like someone pumped it out in an hour. And, but it's it's they're trying to pay homage to the winner takes it all, and that's why I think. You can have yeah. that cheesy opening because the melody is following along to ABBA. And that's, I think, what got people is it's nostalgic and Lorene and Sweden. It, it, this is a pop hit. She's she's so powerful in the song, too. It's just and it's it. Um, like everybody can relate to the song because we've all had that person that we're like oh i can't get over basically she's saying i can't get over you like like you you will be stuck on me like 
Yeah, it's true. It's great. Fun fact, yeah, Dwayne I, guest judged an episode of Drag Race Thadia where Euphoria was the lip sync for your life song. I haven't um, seen that episode yet, so don't talk about it. <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the thing is like, uh, even I've only seen a few episodes of Belgium, like watching, watching European Drag Race, they're about performing, not necessarily about like smashing every lip sync and doing flips and tricks. And they are about the full performance and um, they, they create a show. All I'm going to say Whereas is I feel like- one of the queens who lip synced Euphoria did that little crab walk. The little, that little across the stage. Um, the, the, the thing that uh, Lorraine does in Euphoria. Um, oh, the- where she's like boot, toot, 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 across. No, not that she's the, doing um, with the- Taekwondo. I can't oh, describe right. it. She's, um, yeah. With the arms out and she's locking. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh my it's God. Cute. It's fun. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to bury the lead. This is my winner pick. Um, I'll tell you who my other three are later on. But uh, Sweden, good. I hope we can all go to Sweden next year. Let's go to Stockholm. Go visit yeah, the this- museum. It truly, it has, it has everything. If this doesn't win, it'll be because people are voting solely against Loreen yes. or against Sweden winning because it is the favorite. Yes. It's the favorite to win. So if it doesn't, it'll be because people are trying to be bitter or trying to be like, mm, I'm not going to vote for it because it's so popular and I'm so different and cool. Yeah, I agree. All right, the last one from this group it is Switzerland. You picked it. It's Water Gun by Remo Forder. Uh, eighth position. Listen, I love me a twink, but this song just doesn't do it for me. I love the message and hope maybe it will reach people. Um, fun fact, he appeared on The Voice of Switzerland as well as I Can See Your Voice in Germany. What is it about this song that you like? I love the message. I love the vocals. Yes. Um, I think I think the lyrics are so poignant especially like talking about, you know, as a, as kids, we were trained to kind of um, see guns as toys. Mm-hmm. And so we grow up and now in Switzerland, um, I didn't know if you know this, like, but all males for the most part have to serve a year once they graduate um, school, like high school, uh, they have to serve a year in the Swiss um military army uh whatever interesting and so i think it's also talking about that as well like they are then forced to um play with real guns and it's like especially with everything that's going on in the states i mean traveling over here the amount of people that i've met that talk about like oh you're from new york oh how do you like america blah 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 and i'm Honestly, I have been the least patriotic American out here because I'm like, we're, we are a crap show right now. We are, uh, we're kind of a laughingstock. When I was in Australia, they're talking about like the news that they see about the States and what's going on and why we haven't done anything about it. And um, so this song, especially it just, I listened to it and I was like, oh, it just, it hit me in a different way. And it's especially while I'm traveling, I know people, people that I work with when we're in a new place, they're like, I don't necessarily feel safe walking around here by myself or at night. And I, I think there is some justification in that for uh, a female traveling alone, but even still, um, I've never once felt unsafe walking the streets of 
the Philippines, Cambodia, Vietnam, yeah. like all these different places by myself. Whereas when I live in New York, the amount of times I've been threatened to be killed outside my apartment and people over here don't have guns. People right. don't walk around with guns for fun and just shoot whomever. And in the States they do. So I think this song, especially it's just, it has so much more depth to it than I think people are giving credit to. He's also, he's young. He's only 21. Um, so again, I think it's, um, he's a younger person seeing it through um, his right. generation's eyes. I think he has a very different voice as well. Like he has a very, uh, like 45 year old voice in a 21 year old spot. Kind of reminds me of Hosier. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, I think yeah. you're dead on with the message. And I think maybe like if there was an American swing to a certain vote, it could go to this. Um, I, I will say, us. I don't know that this song will um, make it in, especially with which um, semifinal it's, it's in. Night. Yep, and I so agree. I've already kind of accepted that, but I will say it is, I think it's my sleeper hit. I think what poland sent last year i think this is a better version of what poland sent last year sure. um with the uh, gonna take my head right down right down 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 to the river i think this is um uh, it's got better lyrics and it's got a better message behind it yep all right, let's move on to semifinals two, where we're going to discuss our favorites from the next 16 countries, as well as Ukraine, United Kingdom, and Spain. Kicking us off, I'm throwing in Armenia, uh, Future Lover by Brunette. They are in second position. She looks like a pop star. Well, the song feels understated. I think it will be a cool production if she does bring the rain in the dance. Um, maybe the rain will make up for a certain song last year that it didn't win. Um, but I, I think, again, maybe I'm just in my pop girly moment. Um what are you feeling about Armenia's selection? I think the song's okay. I do feel like it's two separate songs in one. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like there's the whole chill indie and then all of a sudden she's like rapping and yeah. like hitting beats. And I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, okay, we'll go, we'll go there. Um, I think it's fine. I'm not in love with it. I don't dislike it. Um, I mean, I will say I don't think they can make it rain on stage just because of the cleanup. Uh, from it and I, I think know. that's why I think that's why Chanel made it rain fire but I will say last year I was like if Chanel makes it rain I will like lose my shit and she made it rain fire and I said you know what I will take that and um I think it's fine yeah fun fact brunette has been singing since age four and writing music since age 15 and I believe she's only 21 there's so many young people this year uh-huh there um, so, there's there's a 16 year old this oh, year. Oh, I know. We're going to talk about him. Don't which you worry. I thought I thought you had to be 18, but uh, I guess it's only 16. Which I I just I don't know. I think you're too young to be singing, and especially the song he's singing. We'll we'll yes, get to it when yeah, we get there. We'll get there. Uh, moving on to a song both of us are a big fan of. It is "Who the Hell Is Edgar" from Austria, sung by Taya and Selena. 13th position. It's a bop, and I love songs that ask a question. Um, like my favorite one of my favorite songs ever is what does the fox say um the music video is camp i think it could translate well like my friends in moldova did last year it is hashtag edgar Allan poe realness um fun fact taya and selena met during the austrian talent competition star mania where taya uh, placed fifth and selena was in the top 32 
Um, this is, it's a fun entry. I will say there's a part of it that I don't necessarily understand or get the reference. And I haven't, like, I haven't tried to research it, but that's the whole part where that's the 0 0.003. I'm like, is that yeah, something to do with, with a reference to it? And that kind of takes me out of it. But I think, I think the song's fine. It's fun. It's, um, it's silly. Yeah. It's, it's the, really the only campy entry. So I'm like, I have to root for it. It, but, it um, being in the semi, second semifinals, it's great for them because I think it will be able to get a lot of um, televote. Oh, absolutely! I think I think in this semifinal, your song just has to be decent, and you're going to make yeah. it. <laughs> like I really think they should have reassessed and been like, "Oh, maybe, <laughs> uh, maybe we should." Maybe we should change this up a bit. Let's redraw. Let's redraw yeah. <laughs> spots. Um, well, speaking of, here's another song that I put in there that, that like, I think could be a great televote. Um, it's from Belgium, Because of You by Gustav, fifth position. It is a literal gay dance bop. I mean, there's voguing. There are drag queens. I am here for it. Um, fun fact, Gustav was the backing vocalist for Senec in Eurovision 2018 and Hooverphonic in Eurovision 2021. You hate gay shit. No, I don't hate it. I just think it's it's fine and i don't i don't it's it feels disjointed to me the song feels like the lyrics feel different than the song he's trying to present sure, sure. um it feels it feels like um like last year i know you loved i am but mm -hmm. i just it feels like another one of those i think it's gonna make it in I think uh, people enjoy it enough. If he puts a fucking enough. drag queen on that stage, it's going to catapult itself to the top. I think he's... Um... The video I watched, I think some of the um, high scrolling notes were <laughs> not... That's why you Listen, put fucking drag queens on stage with you. I crack all the time when I sing. So um, I just don't know that it was his best foot forward in the video that I saw of singing live. So I'm curious to see how his voice holds up in front of such a massive audience. I agree. Um, it, again, I think maybe it's because my new love for um, Belgium watching Drag Race Belgique, I, I kind of have a little bit of an appreciation for the track. Um, but again, it's- Should we talk about how- it's an easy night. Can we talk about how great of a host Rita Baga is and people don't give her enough credit? She's good. She's good. She she she's good. I of, will of I will defend the, of all the drag race queens that have become hosts, she is the best one. Okay, I can see that one. I can see that one. Uh no, she, no, I, I'm gonna defend Nikki Doll. I love myself, my girl. I love her so much. So this one I think has a chance, especially if Americans get to vote. It is Denmark's Breaking My Heart by Riley. It's in first position. Of course, I'm going to love a twink who's going to break my heart. It's my brand. But I think Riley has this Billie Eilish vibe that can be very appealing to voters. Okay. Billie Eilish You're is entitled? huge. You're Billie Eilish to is your... huge. Yeah, he is, not, he is not that, though. He, I... I don't think he's going to vocally be able to produce what he's produced in his music video. Okay. And I haven't seen him perform it live. So I don't know what he sounds like, 
but it's his music video is so much auto-tune mm-hmm. that him getting ready to sing it live we're gonna see what happens and i just i also think it's one of those like really bad music videos from the 90s him and there's a, another entry we may get to i don't um grease or whatever it's the whole like I'm going to throw my arms around and I'm going to get in the camera and I'm going to like throw my hands in front of the camera. It's and then so I'm just going to really Eilish. I don't watch uh, her stuff. I don't know. I just, I don't think it's a good entry. Um, is it one that you're like, Oh, I would listen to this on like a Sunday drive. Sure. But I, maybe it'll make it in, but um. I don't know, looking at. Now, the fun fact here is the song was almost disqualified as Riley had performed the song in a festival in Seoul, South Korea, but an exception was made and thus he won Melody Grand Prix. Oh, so we're letting, there's room for everyone now. So yes. they made an exception. Yes, Interesting. Did, because they love the song that much. So that's where we're at with Riley. Um, again, first position is a great way to start because everyone will be watching. Um, will you be remembered by the end of 16 performances? That's the key. Um, I really don't think, do he think will. final um, semifinal two is just so weak. You never know. You never know what's going to happen. Um, you ready for a song we both like? It's from Estonia. It's Bridges by Alika. Fourth position. It is a power ballad and I'm here for it. I think she's got a really impactful vocal. And while the video is quite dramatic, I will be curious to see how it translates to the stage. Dare I say it, more water. What is it with people always falling backwards into water? In their I music don't videos? know. It looks visually cool. I just think it's it, it's just such a like a trope at this point. Like it's so yeah. overused. But I mean, I I love her voice. I think this song is like a really powerful ballad um uh yeah i mean i don't have much to say about it other than it's in probably this lineup i would say it's my it's it's my favorite song of semi-final two now fun fact since childhood she competed on five different singing competitions including the baltic voice that's too much like right. if you haven't won if you haven't won at that point like you're putting yourself through some real real tough times it's like every time i audition and there's there's a no i'm like eventually i might need a little bit of a break <laughs> that's true uh i mean here we are talking about bridges once again sure. no more bridges okay Let's build a bridge to nap time uh, let, let, let's do it. Let's talk about Greece. Uh, what they say, Victor Vernikos, eighth position. Um, I love this track. I love him. It's very dance pop that feels mid 2010s. It's very nostalgic for me. I see the appeal and the fun fact that he is 16 years old and was born into a wealthy family worth $1.4 billion. Um, Victor Ver- Vernikos is oh, going to move forward. My God. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is what we call a Nepo baby. Just, I truly just really want to know sometimes how the other half lives. I I work like one of my first survival jobs is being um, a production assistant for um, 
event planning companies, like really, really boot ones, like mm-hmm. $16 million weddings. Like Too I met much. Adele at one wedding. I met Adele and LeBron James at a wedding. I'm um, literally seeing like brides apartments that are $5 million in Greenwich village and they don't have jobs. And I'm just like, I grew up in a trailer park in Missouri at one point. It truly is how the other half lives. And so I will say hearing that actually makes me root against him even so you're more. not given the, a victor of no the fact that the fact that he's 16 and he's singing about something that's bigger than the emotions that he can like fully wrap his developing brain around and it's that whole like again the music video is just like him like say, he's just he's too young he's too young here i say you don't like gen z do you i don't like anybody <laughs> That's a fact. Uh, yeah, but, I mean, yeah. listen, when you first look at him, you're like, he's not 16. You think he's an adult. He, he's very mature. Yeah. Um, I, 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 again, if you put him in final one, he's not going to do it. Final two is easy peasy. It's going to happen. Yeah, looking at this lineup, he might make it. But I just, I don't think the song is good. Oh, it's going to be low bottom um, uh, if it does make it to the finals. But here's the thing is like, uh, I feel like Greece has always made it to the finals. Yes, it's Greece. Greece is so the word. well, they here's the thing is they have all of the other like um Balkan countries like voting for them, mm-hmm. like right there in the Mediterranean. Because so they'll get they'll get Cyprian's 12 points or Cyprus's 12 points, they'll get points from like albania they'll get points from um serbia from i guess uh, macedonia isn't competing this year and neither is montenegro that's why i don't think they're gonna do well in the final but i think they'll have enough to get to the final because i think the audience is gonna vote for it if you got any little girls watching they're gonna be like oh my god that's my future husband take the phones away from them (laughs) <laughs> all right here's another song i'm enjoying it is power by dilja by from iceland seventh position you know i love iceland i think this is such a power song it's got a strong beat and soldiers is giving it she has such good stage presence like that's a that's a pop star yeah i this song's okay it just feels like a um, generic like techno pop song to me yeah I think she has a beautiful voice. I think she has a, like a very powerful voice. But um, yeah, I think it's fine. It's gonna make it. Yeah. It. Um, it. I think. I think it'll place in the top fifteen in the end. She competed in the twenty fifteen edition of Iceland's Got Talent. Of course she did. Uh, so here is my um, uh, another sleeper that I think it's going to go to the end, um, but it's not going to do well. Uh, from Poland, it is Solo by Blanca in ninth position. I mean, again, for those wanting the Latin flair, Blanca has it. It's no slow-mo, but it could be a good supplement for the stolen victory from Chanel. Um, but this bitch has to bring it. Here's the thing is there's a lot of controversy, be, a controversy behind this song. Tell so me. apparently in Poland's competition, um, I haven't, I read about this maybe like a month or so ago. So it's been a while. So I could have some facts wrong, but it was something about, they were 
doing some urging for people to not vote for the other songs. Like there was some foul play involved. Mm-hmm. And so they almost like took this song away. Interesting. So yeah, there's, there's a, there's just some con- controversy with this one. Um, and I think, I think it's such a boring song. I really, Blanca? I think. Yeah, go ahead. I think it's a boring song and she's just running around in a bikini. Well, fun fact, Blanca is a model and appeared on the reality show Top Model. <laughs> Me too. Um, Michael, you uh, stop that. You would be on Top Model and you'd probably fucking win. I, a, I'm not tall enough. B, no. C, I don't like being in front of a camera. I, I, I know. You would win though. You would win because I push everyone else down the stairs. I mean, if a, win, a victory is a victory, I'm surprised you didn't talk about Lithuania. I feel like that would be a you song. No, not really. Didn't do it for me. Interesting. Um, it's two different well, songs in one. Yeah. Should we talk about another Blanca? It's Spain's Blanca Paloma. Um, the song. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, Spain has <laughs> given us a song that is a breakout hit before, but this is not a breakout hit for me. They had this shot last year, and this song just does not even come close to me. I feel like people are going to be like, Chanel should have won, so we're going to give our votes to Spain. This is not a song for me at all. So here's the thing is like people have been asking for Spain to send something that's more culturally representative of them. And I think this they did that with this song. I think this one is like it's getting a lot of traction and i think a lot of people are i enjoy the song is it one that i'm gonna like um sing along to and jam out no but do i think it um it has its place in the show and i think the fact too that they only have to perform in the finals i think is gonna do them well i think if that song had to perform twice it wouldn't do as well the second time but i think it being one time and I think it'll be interesting to see what they do staging wise as well. Uh, fun fact, Blanca wrote this song to honor her roots and her grandmother, Carmen, who introduced her to flamenco. More flamenco. Hey, listen, I have no problem watching flamenco. Flamenco's beautiful. Bring out the castanets and let's go. I'm here for it. Um, let's talk about our host country, Ukraine. The song is Heart of Steel by Torchy. Um, it was going to be a hard year for them, but I think Torchy brings you a track that isn't going to win. It's there because they were able to put an entry there. Yeah, I think it's fine. Interesting enough, this was the first song released for yes, this year, which is a big surprise to me. Um, I, um, yeah, I think the song's okay. Uh, fun fact, the song was written after watching the siege of Azoval, Saul, uh, taking inspiration from the armed forces and the civilians who defended the town's steelwork. So, slightly political. Yeah, I think, uh, want. yeah, I, I think it's also, they're like, it's Ukraine, they can have something that's political. Um, and again, I think you're going to see a lot of votes thrown this way. Um, they're not mm-hmm. going to win, they're just, they're going to get a lot of votes, um, which is going to eat out a I, lot of other countries. I don't think this um, song has the same power that last year's song had. No, Stephanie is much better. Much, much better. All right, we got one more. 
United Kingdom. I wrote a song, oh. May Muller. It's a bop. I love this song. They almost won last year, and I don't think the United Kingdom is prepared to win again and host. So they gave us a song that I will play as like a hate track to all the twinks out there who did me wrong because I don't have the strength to write a million songs about you. But May Miller, Muller, uh, thanks for playing UK Send Drag Queens next year. No matter what, this is gonna be, I'm telling you, this song is going to be the top five. Really? I love this song. People love this song. It, again, if we're talking about girl pop girlies, May Muller is a pop girly. Yeah, I think it's I think it's a boring pop song. <gasps> I think Can it's I tell you, I, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I just yeah, I think it's such a boring pop song. Now, I'm gonna tell you right now, I love this song. First listen, I thought it was great, but I'm gonna tell you the fun fact that made me love it even more. Are you ready? That she wrote the song? No. May Muller is the little girl from Mika's Grace Kelly music video from 2007. I know you love Mika. You know how much I love Mika. That song Although is like he was, the reason he was a I terrible exist. host. He was you a know what? Host. He was fine. He was fine. And he, his, he his same suit and all those different pastel colors. I don't mind it. I'm here for it. And the performance made me cry because I got to hear my favorites. <laughs> Um, so you don't like this song? And I know. I honestly like out of all these little pop ditties, I think the best one is one we didn't talk about, which was Slovenia's Carpe Diem. Um, I think that is the best pop song that we've got for the year. Um, but yeah, I just think the song is boring. It's um, it just sounds like everything else. So here are the songs that we didn't cover. It is Albania, Australia, Cyprus, Czechia, Georgia, Lithuania, Netherlands, Romania, San Marino, and Slovenia. Um, The only thing I want to say about this group is this might be Australia's last year in Eurovision as their contract ends this year. So we will see if they re-up it or not. Um, I think Australians love Eurovision too much, and I think think people enjoy. Yeah, I think I think Australia. Australia's got to fucking step it up. Just send Kylie Minogue. Well, I mean, here's the thing is last year's entry, I thought was great. Yes. And the fact that he got like two points from the televote and everyone else stood up, all the other competitors stood up and gave him a standing ovation was yep. amazing and incredible. And I even think um, Montaigne during 2021, I liked Technicolor. I thought it was a fun song. I mean, nothing is going to beat 2019 with um, Katie up on the <laughs> massive poles looking like Glinda flying around. Or, I mean, they've they've sent some powerhouse songs. I think this year is not that one. Voyager is, either, again, they're trying to be that rock group, but they're like then doing metal. It's, I, it's, do, I, like the song. I do think they are better than um, Germany. Germany. Yeah, but Germany's in, so that's the problem. Yeah, and it's so funny because, like, uh, on that list too, San Marino is like dead set for last. No one likes the song, but it it feels so much like standard, like two thousand ten to two thousand twenty. No, it just feels like a standard like pop song. Like it, it reminds me of like a Mika song or like um, his voice and the timbre of it, and um. Yeah, I, I, that song has grown on me a little. Um, 
I just feel like everything's so disjointed and everybody's trying to talk about heartbreak this year or that's the theme. It literally like it's uh, heartbreak or like pop. Everybody send their best pop song. Now you had sent me your top four. Was that in order? Um, what order did I send them to you? Let me look. Um, I gave um, me a top four as well. Um, Oh, you put you did a top four. The reason yeah. I did four is because I couldn't decide out of my bigger list who I That's wanted fine. for the fifth. That's and so fine. I was four like, I'm fine. just gonna end it at four. Um yeah, I think okay. I mm, um I might switch the bottom two. All right, let's I'll, we're gonna go with that. We're gonna switch them. So here's who I have in fourth and you have in fourth. You have in fourth Switzerland. I have France. According to I the betting odds, Switzerland's gonna, yeah, Switzerland's not according gonna to get the fourth. betting odds. Switzerland is in 13th place, France is in fourth. The fact that Switzerland is in 13th place it makes me yeah. very happy, to be honest. Um, next up is Latvia for you. I have Malta, both are basically out of contention. Malta is 33rd in the list, Latvia is 35th. Latvia is 35th, yes really because literally all the videos that i watch about like um audience reactions the betting betting odds have them that low wow that surprises me second i thought they would for sure be in the 20s second you have serbia i have norway serbia is at 15th right now norway is at six Mm. Yeah, I think Serbia is losing um, some traction as far as like when it first came out. I think people were like, oh, what is this? But I think um, it's like uh, Norway last year. Um, um, give that wolf a banana. So good. They, they, when they first came out, people were obsessed with it. I yes. loved it. And then they didn't change anything from Norway's competition to right. the stage. And I think that hindered them and hurt them a lot. Um, so we'll, we'll see if Serbia can change some things and make it fresh and new. And I think Norway, um, I think she's popular, but when you have two female divas going up against each other for that top place, I think one is going to get hurt by the other. And I think people are more likely to vote for Laureen. And that's who we both have for our top spot, um, betting odds, first place as well. Um, as you've alluded to earlier, it's going to take people hate voting it for uh, Sweden not to win. I really yeah. think th- th- just tell th- it's a, it's it's perfect. It is literally perfection when you know the song is better than Euphoria, which at the time and too many is still perfection. Th- this is it. This is going to be a moment. I am so fucking excited. Yeah, I um this is going to be the standout number the entire time. Like, here's the thing is it's, it's sad because there's nothing that I'm like, oh, it's going to be a nail biter. Who's going to win? Like literally ever since it was announced that Laureen was coming back. I, I think everybody was, was like, oh, well, great. Sweden gear up, start picking, picking where you're going to put it again. Like literally um, start building now- the stage. I know you, so I know that you don't have a social media presence, so you don't follow along the Eurovision Instagram account. No, I follow YouTube. Um, Now, obviously, with social media, they have been putting out a lot of content. So, like, right now, each contestant's sharing, like, their top five Eurovision songs of all time, and 
Do you think nowadays when it comes to Eurovision and having a presence, social media matters? Um, With how much the televote is important, I think it does, especially with young audiences. If you, the more popular you are on the social media platform, I think the more votes you're going to get from ignorant voters who don't actually like really tune into the competition. They're just there because or they're paying attention just because, but they're like, oh, I've seen that person on social media or I know them or they're popular. I Again, that's why I don't think older um, fans, older singers, older performers, we're, we are never, again, we are never going to get an over 40 female winner again. Yeah. Um, we, unless we will, it's a name. Correct. We will never get um like a woman just standing and park and barking like and belting her voice out winning we will never get what happened in 2017 where we got a guy just being vulnerable on stage we'll never get that win again we like i will never i don't think we'll ever really get like a campy win again too i think it's always going to be these like big named or like um pop song it's it's kind of makes me sad yeah i mean i definitely think social media is definitely a factor in how eurovision is appealing to the masses nowadays um i i I think it's really brilliant how they're able to get um these artists to a a bigger audience through social media um i haven't really looked at the statistics of it all to see who has most likes or who's gotten most reaction to their videos but I do love that they are putting so much content out there because it does make it a little more intimate for us as viewers to learn about them and to say, oh my God, your favorite song is my favorite song. I think Blanca, um, I'm not sure which Blanca it was, one of the Blancas, their number one song was Slow Mo. And like, just listen and talk about how they think Slow Mo was the greatest Eurovision song ever. There are going to be people who resonate with that kind of thing. So I love how social media is playing into this. I don't love that we're doing the televote as the semis. I really just don't love that. I, I, like I said, I think this is the year that I will care the least. So I think um, that it, I'll get used to it after this year. I think if it was like a year that I was really rooting for specific things to make it to the end, to battle it out. That's the thing is we don't have a battle this year. It, it, it truly, <laughs> Eurovision is already kind of set in stone. And here's, if she doesn't win and this massive upset happens, my mind will be blown and mm-hmm. I will be stunned. And um, yeah, but I, I like, I don't want that to happen because I, again, I think she's such a talented performer and um, any yeah. for me, one me personally, I hope like she wins, wins because I would love to see her get even more recognition on a global stage. I would love Absolutely. for her to make it to America that, that she deserves to make it to America. That I will say on one hand, though, like with social media, that um, the movie coming out a few years ago, this it's bringing Eurovision to the masses. Yes. And I think her performing this year is going to garner her it's like it's like when a drag queen goes on all stars like raja for instance like going on all star seven she ended up with a whole new fan base and so i think um even just this is what 11 years after her win it's going to really um 
bode well for her i think. I agree um now speaking of the movie um i have a request for my birthday next year will you um perform yaya ding dong for me um how much am i getting paid wow not even a birthday <laughs> present rude and friends i made it to the end of the podcast and only dropped yaya ding dong once you're welcome And this is why I love Eurovision because you and I have such totally different feelings. On no, music. but here's the thing is, is I love Yaya Ding Dong. I feel like you just, it's just like this buzzity boo boo doo boo whomever exactly. from I love Nova, an that song. you just I'm always here for. Um, but, and that's a, like, I mean, last year, Eat Your Salad and still is one of my favorite entries yeah. of all time. And everybody's always like, really? And I'm like, yes, that song was ridiculous. And the lyrics were so, so funny. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, do you have any final thoughts to wrap up this podcast? Well, I'm uh, looking forward to see what challenges come in Eurovision 2024 because <laughs> this one's already like wrapped up in a little bow and it's going to be in Sweden. Yeah, I, I, I think so. Um, we'll see. We'll see. If, if there is a big shocker out there, um, I'm living for it. Friends, do not, do not, do not DM me during the competition because I cannot watch any of it live at all. Um, I'm very sad, but I have to go to LA for DragCon. Um, and yeah, that's on that. So talk to me afterwards and we'll chat all about it, but don't spoil it. Don't, don't check your email either because last year got spoiled for me. Okay. I literally one minute after the winner was announced okay, i was having a hold i was in um i was in orlando visiting one of my best friends and we were doing some escape rooms and i was like okay yeah we'll we'll do this one and then we'll just start the um the show like a little late because it's on peacock also god i really hope we get some type of better host this year oh it's johnny if, weir i believe i believe it's johnny weir again, again? i think it's johnny uh, then weir. i'm i'm figuring out how to watch it in a different country <laughs> because like i'll be in mumbai so maybe i'll find a different host but he was absolutely terrible and doesn't know what he's talking about too but anyways i literally we walked out of the escape room and I like opened up my email and even in the like small description, it had Ukraine's flag. And I went, (laughs) I was, I was so, and I turned to my friend and I was like, I know who won. And he goes, who? And I was like, I'm not telling you. So you can enjoy. (laughs) I was like, I'm going to be mad the entire time. And so I was like, yeah. okay, well, let's see who took second place then. That's true. All right. Well, um, I'll ask the question anyway. Uh, where can we follow you on social media? Um, you can uh, stalk <laughs> me if you want um, around the world. Um, yeah. I guess I'm, I'm in um, a tour website. I don't know. Are you? Uh, is there play, even a tour website? Playbill? Um, the tour website is still being updated because our tour is constantly changing as far as where we are. Like we were supposed to be in China right now. And so we're going to Mumbai 
for two months. And then after Mumbai, we have a few weeks off and then we were supposed to go to China. And we just got an email a few days ago that was like, China was pushed back again. So um, I I know where we're going. I'm not allowed to announce it yet because none of the rest of the cast knows. Um, Yeah. Um, And they're going to announce in a meeting next week, I guess, or at some point, but it's just, we just, everything keeps changing. So um, I don't Friends, know. If go to Asia. You'll find Robbie somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> somewhere, probably lying in the gutter face down. Um, well, it is uh, always but, a pleasure catching up with you and seeing you. I miss you more than anyone on the planet. Um, and yeah, happy Eurovision. Yeah, happy Eurovision. Thank you for having me. Um, it's always great to do these with you. Maybe I'll be able to hop on uh, Survivor 1 or something else. I mean, with 87 seasons of Drag Race all out at one time, too. I'm so far behind. So, But I always know Eurovision. Uh, even talking, the amount of Germans I've met while traveling, and every one of them is like, you know too much about Eurovision to be an American. <laughs> I love that. The biggest thanks to Robbie for coming on. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review while you're there. And don't forget to visit buymeacoffee.com slash block talk to show support for the pod. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. Block Talk.